0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, your sports daily NFL podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Monday, October 11th, and uh, less than 24 hours after we mentioned that there hadn't been an emergency podcast. We have an emergency podcast. Joining me to break down the John Gruden firing, resigning in the wake of a decade, decade-old emails. Gate, John Breach. Breach. John Gruden is out as Raiders coach. What a a freaking plot twist this has been over the last
1: 24 hours. Brinson, if you would have asked me five days ago who we were going to have an emergency podcast about because they just got fired, I would have put everything I own on Urban Meyer. Correct. And here we are talking about John Gruden. But, I mean, this was the only outcome. The writing was on the wall. I think as soon as we saw this New York Times story come out, you know, we said in Slack – uh let's light up the the bad signal because there's going to be an emergency podcast next 24 hours there's no way gruden is surviving this um and we can talk about what came out on monday
0: so let's dive into the timeline for people that know and by the way you can watch us on youtube.com slash pick six we go live for these emergency podcasts if a coach is fired Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson traded, whatever the case may be, we'll be, we'll be fired up on there. And so you can hit the subscribe button. You'll get an alert when we go live and you can jump in with us. Ryan Wilson will be joining us as well, of course, because uh, you know, Wilson hops on, he's got to finish up some HQ video duties first. Um, So we know about, of course, the Demaris Smith email where he made a, a, a racist comment. Um, or you know, the comment that was taken as racist. Uh, Gruden came, comes out, apologizes, says that he doesn't have a racist bone in his body, um, attempts to do some damage control before the week five games, and then on at 8 p.m. Well, and real quick, the blowback
1: from that was, you know, people said as 10 years ago, he shouldn't have said it, but... It seemed like he was going to survive. Maybe he gets fined, you know, maybe there's some sort of punishment, but I think he was going to survive that.
0: I did multiple radio hits on Monday during the day where I said, I don't think he'll be fired because, you know, he wasn't working for the NFL and because, you know, Mark Davis has a a deep infatuation with John Gruden, see hiring him back for a second time. But then at 8 p.m. Eastern, that's the timestamp on this article in the New York times from Ken Belson and Catherine, Catherine Roseman Um, they uncovered a bunch more emails in which um, Gruden did quote. And I'm going to read from the New York times article here, denounced the emergence of women as referees, the drafting of a gay player and the tolerance of players protesting during the playing of the national anthem. According to emails reviewed by the times Gruden's messages were sent to Bruce Allen, the former president of the Washington football team, Bruce Allen since fired, of course, by WFT um, Allen was using his work, his Washington football team email address to go back and forth with John Gruden and several other of their friends. And what happened was with the NFL doing an investigation into the Washington football team and sexual misconduct at the workplace, they reviewed 60,000 emails that went out across over the past 10 years. I think the number is actually 650,000.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, so 10 times more than –
0: so it's an astonishing number. A ton of emails they reviewed, and because Bruce Allen was using his work email for personal communication, they came across all these emails uh, with Gruden involved. Um, Gruden – oh, boy, let me make sure. The New York Times has listed the words that they say. Uh, Gruden, in the emails, Gruden called the league's commissioner, Roger Goodell, a, a homophobic slur that starts with an F. He also called him a quote clueless anti-football, p u s s y, and he also said that the Goodell should not have pressured Jeff Fisher, then the coach of the Rams, to draft uh, a plural homophobic slur that starts with a Q, a reference to Michael Sam, who was a gay, of course, the gay player chosen by the Rams in the 2014 NFL draft. Um, in numerous emails during a seven-year period ending in early 2018, which I think is important breach because. That is a lot more, you know, you can't shrug this off as I said this 10 years ago. Gruden criticized Goodell in the league for trying to reduce concussions and said that Eric Reed, a player who had demonstrated during the playing of the National Anthem, should be fired. In several instances, Gruden used a homophobic slur to refer to Goodell and offensive language to describe some NFL owners, coaches, and journalists who cover the league. I kind of want to know who they were.
1: It is, uh, there, there was no coming back from this. I mean, you can't. Literally every progressive movement the NFL has stood for, like let's we've never had an openly gay player in the league. Let's try and make that happen. Gruden, I I don't want to see that happen. Hey, let's hire females to be officials. Gruden, I I, I don't want that to happen. Uh, Players protesting against the national anthem. uh, I don't want that to happen. And you know what's funny is that two of those three are things that pretty much, you know, having – getting a gay player in the NFL, which, by the way, Gruden was coaching the only opening, uh, only openly gay player in the league, which makes this even crazier. And having female referees are things that, you know, most people don't bad an eye at. It's just, you know, why would you have an opinion against it? Like, I do understand the divisiveness of the national anthem issue. Some people are on one side, some people are on the other side. But, you know, it, just the fact that he – put all of this out there and comfortably, you know, it tells you how Bruce Allen probably feels about this stuff that John Gruden felt comfortable enough emailing him. And, and so I'm sure Gruden is upset that, uh, I mean, he's not upset. He got let go. Cause he got let go, but he's thinking, man, how am I the one that's taking the fall in this investigation that was supposed to take down Washington's football team, uh, you know, for the whole sexual harassment thing. And Gruden ends up being the guy who loses his job. So it is an absolutely crazy situation, but Gruden deserved to lose his job for it.
0: Yeah, there was there was no chance that he was not going to get fired for it. Um, also, the Times notes some of the emails between Gruden and Allen also off, also included businessman friends, Ed Drost, the co-founder of Hooters, Jim McVeigh, an executive who that's uh, is that related to Sean McVeigh. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe not. Um anyway, an executive Not director, everyone with the last name
1: McVay is related.
0: Ran the Outback Bowl and Nick Reader, the founder of PDQ Restaurants, a Tampa-based fried chicken franchise. Um it the times notes that Gruden uses personal email and I I can't get over this fact. Like I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to tweet this because I think you know you need to have the context to it, but because if John Gruden's getting fired for the things that he said. That's why he got fired, obviously. But He's also getting fired because Bruce Allen just wouldn't use Gmail. Yeah. Like, if, like if, if Bruce Allen signs up for a personal account and sends all these emails from a Gmail account, none of this gets out there 10 years later, or five years later, or three years, three years later. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Cause
1: they're, they're not emails that anybody's looking into because, you know, the, the investigation into the Washington football team wouldn't have had access to his personal private emails, right. but they obviously have access to any, uh, each, person in a front office with an NFL team gets a dot NFL email. So Bruce Allen's might have been Bruce dot allen at Washington.nfl.com. If the and NFL still- is in,
0: if the NFL is investigating um you know if the NFL is investigating a team, it is going to have access to all of the emails that are sent from accounts on that team. Like the the NFL has them on the NFL server, like you're saying. It's they have and I mean Again, like nothing that they said is cool at all, but just get it. Yeah, you know, I, I bet the, I can I just picture. I was picturing them. Can't you picture Gruden or somebody being like, "Bruce, should you be sending these from your team email account?" And he's like, "Dad doesn't care what I do, bro." Like, you know, it's you know something like that. Anyway, Gruden has now been fired. He met with Mark Davis. Um, our Jason LaCanfora, CBS Sports NFL Insider, notes that they actually knew about all these emails on Friday when the league sent them to him and let him coach on Sunday. Not a great look for the Raiders to have done that.
1: Well, the thing that's interesting about that is the Raiders announced, apparently a lot of people missed this because there were a couple of reports today that there were more emails before the New York Times story came out. And the Raiders literally announced on Friday that they had been sent multiple emails, not just the... the, uh,
0: Well, did you see... Hold on, let me see. Uh, So, John Gruden on Sunday, I saw this on Sunday... Um, Chris Mortensen had a report up yesterday on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Did you see this? Yeah. Yeah. Like John Gruden talked to Chris Mortensen about these emails. Um, and did I see it? I wrote a story about it, Brinson. Give okay. it a program. Well, and, but in it, he said, um, I, I swear it, I swear it had a quote in here. Um, yeah. They, uh, he said that he said like he called, Oh, I was in a bad frame of mind at the time in 2011, and I called Roger Goodell a bleep in one of these emails too. The Raiders coach told ESPN on Friday night. Uh, the league official would not address the specific vitriol Gruden directed at Goodell. So Gruden didn't tell Mortensen either what the word was, and I was trying – I was like – on Sunday, I was trying to figure it out. Like, like because if um, – well, like a, no, let
1: me let me let me yeah. chime in here real quick because I when I was writing the story on that, I was trying to figure it out because it, you want to do what you did earlier where you were trying to hint at what the word is so that people know. So, yeah. they get a better well, idea yeah, a, of the totality yeah. of the situation and with this one, there's no, you know, I feel like ESPN had to know it because they took it out in in a journalistic way that implies they knew what the word was, but they just weren't going to publish it because yeah. it was offensive. And so if it was the word we report we referred to earlier which is a homophobic slur you know you think they would have mentioned that in the story that you know uh John Gruden used a homophobic slur to describe Roger Goodell in a 2011 email so I, I did think it was where they didn't hint at because this would have been even bigger if we had known
0: that Gruden used that word when this story came out on Sunday so I texted some friends and I said I was like what do you guys think this word is because the two that sprung to mind were a, uh, disparaging, um, uh, uh a, a word that starts with a C and has four letters, um, or the homophobic slur that starts with an F. Those are the first two that came to mind because I, I thought like- of
1: the F word, but not the homophobic one. The other one that oh. people use because you wouldn't
0: print that either. No, no, no. But you would like, I feel like you would go like F bleep, 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 or I, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was odd and it, but it sort of flew under the radar until today with the New York times story um posted so John Gruden is out I mean do you think that this is the end of first of all it's the end of John Gruden's coaching career um, and his broadcast career obviously he's not going to go back to ESPN Um, do you think that this is the end of uh, people who would be affected by this within the Raiders or or would there be more fallout?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked that because look, here is the the weirdest part of the situation, and, and so my initial two thoughts, and I told you this on Friday when the first email came out, that it blew my mind that an insult of DeMarie Smith came out on the same day he was had a big vote coming up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so it you know, of all the days that Gruden's email could have leaked, and, and again. Gruden deserves everything he's getting. He he should have lost his job. No question about that, but it's the timing of everything that happened. For the first email to come out on Friday uh, when the vote was coming up for the NFLPA executive director where he could have lost his job, and then for more emails to be leaked on Sunday – again, there are 650,000 emails – uh, to that. The Wilkinson investigation did into the Washington football team, mm-hmm. who knows what are in these emails because Roger Goodell decided he didn't want a fully written report. So you have 650,000 emails. And the only ones that leak are the ones that, you know, uh, that, that totally turned the investigation to have everybody looking at Gruden and, and not looking at Washington at all. And, you know, it's almost like they're getting out Scott clean uh, and, and, and they're like, you know what, Gruden's gonna be our fall guy. Let's just leak those emails. That's what everybody will be talking about. And no one will be worried about the fact that we had sexual harassment in our uh front office for years.
0: Yeah. So we were sort of bouncing around back and forth about who we thought and Ryan Wilson joining us. I don't know if he can hear us yet or not, but um hello, Ryan. Can't hear us. Okay, so uh anyway, the we were I mean, we were like half joking, half serious that maybe it was Damar Smith who leaked the emails to try and curry public favor and, and get himself revoted. Uh, I joked, kind of like I think I half joked, that it might be Urban Meyer who got in hold of the emails and was trying to leak them out in order to uh throw everyone off the scent for him. For me, this feels very clearly breach, like Roger Goodell read these emails and was like, nah, bro. Like <laughs> you nah, I don't think so. These yeah, are I think
1: out. I think if we've learned one thing about Goodell, and it's not, you know, just based on what people have said about him, based on how the gate went, is that he has kind of thin skin. And, you know, I'm sure he read what John Gruden wrote. We mentioned some of the words or alluded to them. And I am sure he wasn't happy. And his thought was probably... The the, the higher, because these came from the NFL. These are the only people that have access to these emails. There was a reason only five emails out of 650,000 have leaked. And it's because somebody has them under lock and key and said, all right, we're getting Gruden fired because he's not allowed to say this about the top dog, you know, at the NFL. And that's it. And we'll just, uh, we'll keep doing it until he's gone. And now he's gone. So. I mean, I wouldn't
0: want to have to walk into Roger Goodell's office and be like, hey, um, John Gruden called you this in a bunch of emails. Ryan Wilson, what's up, buddy? Crazy town. Crazy town. This is the uh we're we've never done an emergency podcast for a firing in the middle of a Monday night football game, I don't believe. Resignation. Resignation, right. I want
2: to ask you, um, and I know you don't have it, but I'm gonna ask you anyway, because this is what I do. What if you had to guess? I
0: tried to look and I couldn't remember what the preseason odds were.
2: I mean, it must have been five hundred thousand to one.
0: He was there, he was in the mix of belichick and like
2: For even the first coach, not even, even if you got him as first coach fired, he didn't get fired. So you don't cash that ticket. Is that right? They would
0: cash that ticket. I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would guess that the resignation thing, uh, because remember John Gruden signed a 10 year, hundred million dollar contract with the Raiders, uh, when he came back, I in, uh,
1: John Gruden was on the list. I'm looking at Uh Odd shark preseason September 9th, the day before the season started, uh, Gruden was plus 1,000. So not even like fantastic. It's, it's, uh, no,
2: that's not that's not that's not great. Yeah, who, is that like middle of the road?
1: That ooh, uh, Matt Nagy was first, Zimmer was second, Zach Taylor was third, Vic
0: Fangio was fourth, and Gruden was fifth. Wow. See now, I, I mean, hmm. I, I, oddly enough, they ended up being correct, but those are bad odds for Gruden at the time because he there's no way he was getting fired for performance on the field.
2: Like those are odds for Mike Mayock getting fired.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah exactly uh mike mayock uh, i mean you, you know it was you don't want to talk about winners and losers per se in this in this book because it's you know, it was just a it's all a heinous you know, affair with the things that gruden said but mike mayock if the raiders had you know collapsed this year mike mayock probably was going to be the scapegoat for john gruden and the, the lack of talent on the roster now i would bet that mike mayock will have Mark Davis's ear and be allowed to hire the coach that he wants to hire next, which is a a fascinating turn of events. If you are uh, if you are the current GM of the Raiders,
2: yeah, Prisco seems to think that Mayak still may be gone after the year. Awesome. Uh, Prisco also mentioned that Gus Bradley should get the job. We'll, we'll, we'll get,
0: we'll get all that stuff. I don't know that.
2: what you've talked about. That's why I'm I'm just
0: talking. We all we have done is condemned the horrible language that John did. You in. talk
2: about JLC's
0: report? Yes. The, uh, yeah. Any thoughts on that?
2: I mean, that makes Mark Davis look worse than that bowl cut haircut yes. he has. I don't know but- how. You explain that okay. other than, than to hope, I would imagine. Oh, I see. Uh, I'll, yeah. reach right, so I'll tell you what.
1: We're well, talk- let me ask you this real quick. If, if he – so those come out Friday night. So you're Mark Davis. Do you fire your coach the day before the game, or do you suck it up and say I'm a billionaire? I can kind of – you're like – I'm not throw my team's already gonna be thrown into disarray. I'm not gonna throw them into total. I mean, they played like Gruden got fired on Friday anyway. If you watched them on well, Sunday, well, then the
2: question becomes: Are you gonna do the right thing? Or are you gonna do the what's in the best interest of you and your team? And he did what's in the best interest of him and his team. And at the end of the day, there won't be any repercussions for him. So I, I on some level, I understand it. But if you, you know, if you, you know, and here's the other thing. And we were talking about this last summer when everything changed, quote unquote, uh, in in the wake of the of um George Floyd. George Floyd stuff that happened and everything's supposed to change. And, you know, Mark Davis was sort of not out in front, but he was certainly on, on, was having the conversations like everyone else was. And this was an opportunity to sort of do the right thing. And, you know, I I just said on HQ, it wasn't just sort of the racist comments. You could literally check every box of people who aren't in the majority and Gruden hit it in those emails. So I, I think that was an opportunity for, um, Mark Davis to to do the right thing, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. He won't get in trouble for it, and he coached. He let John Gruden. That's going to be John Gruden's last game in the NFL, getting whooped up on by Matt Nagy.
1: Yeah, and and Cleo Mack, the guy he traded and, away.
0: Oh, that's a good point. And, and it is it is worth noting too that on Friday, Gruden issued a public apology and said, it, "I mean, you know, it like I was. We were talking breach before you came on. I was saying a breach. I, mean, I did a couple of radio hits on Monday and." I did not tell anyone that I thought John Gruden would get fired because I did not think that because we didn't know about the content of these new e- – I don't think he gets fired off just the DeMar Smith email. That's but here's,
2: I- a, here's the thing. John Gruden knew when he gave that post-game press conference that I am not a racist. I have a racist bone in my body. He didn't say anything about being misogynist and and all the other <laughs> – the homophobic – so it, technically he, he just answered the question. But he knew good and well that those emails were out there, and he I would imagine he – knew that they were going to come out. And I would imagine why this thing happened so quickly in terms of Mark Davis showing up and saying, all right, sign these papers and get out of here. Once it came in the New York times, they, they said, okay, it's just like waiting for the other shoe to drop and, and it yeah. hit him right in the head.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think Gruden was probably trying to push this as far back as he possibly could see if he can salvage it. And as I think I saw Mike Fourier point out that basically the league was going to continue to leak out emails well, oh, yeah, and that's the
1: thing. So, if Mark Davis, if these, if these emails don't leak now, Mark Davis, is like, hey, let's announce like a two-game suspension or or five hundred thousand dollars fine. Then the day after that announcement, it would have been like, oh, those New York Times emails come out, and you're fired anyway. And also,
0: no. remember the New York Times. It sounds like got a hold of roughly around five to seven emails, right? That that the that the league office. Do you think that's all that Gruden is going to say? It, there, like, there has
2: things. There has to be more incriminating emails. That would somehow paint them in a worse light, which is sort of hard to imagine. Yeah, but uh, and, and, you know, people and we talked about this. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. But we talked about it to ourselves. Okay, it was ten years ago, but also ten years ago was 2011, and it wasn't okay to say those things in 2011 either. Correct. It wasn't like it was 1978, um, and you could you could get away with it on on some level, but yeah. there's no there's no coming back from that. And the crazy thing is, John Green would have been better off getting a lap dance by someone who isn't his wife uh, than having these emails published from 7 to 10 years ago.
0: Substantially better. That is correct. Uh, Okay. Let's take a break and when we come back we'll tell you who the next, who the interim head coach of the Raiders will be. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old
2: whatever or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
0: That's it's a different tweet that Diva put in there from a less reputable source. But Raiders assistant coach Rich Basaccia is expected to replace John Gruden as the team's interim head coach, which is kind of a, a bit a bit surprising, I would say, right? That it's not going to be Gus Bradley? Uh, I guess. Uh, I mean,
2: I, I don't know anything about him, but I, I suppose, <laughs> look, I don't know. Look, I don't know the, the hierarchy in that organization, so it that's the direction. I, I think what you want to do, whoever the coach is, is get someone who's laser focused on football, probably pretty squeaky clean. Basachi
0: was the assistant head coach. So that actually makes a lot of sense. Right.
1: And Bradley I mean, just got hired this year. So he's only been he hasn't even been been with the team for 12 months. So I think maybe you're thinking let's give this someone who's been here a little bit longer.
0: Sure, for sure. Um, and Basachi was with Gruden in Tampa as well. So I'm not sure that I mean it makes sense from a Uh, football perspective that he you know he has he has a a working understanding of how things operate within the you know the setup that the Raiders currently have from a culture perspective one could argue that you know maybe you don't you know don't go with Gruden's guy Gruden's right hand man as your next head coach but
2: what what if they had promoted Deuce Gruden to be the interim head coach Deuce that would have been amazing John Gruden he's on he's on staff he's a strength and conditioning coach for Las Vegas
0: for sure uh tom cable is also on that uh is that the offensive line coach he's what he, he was uh he's that coach he was that coach of the raiders right because like, he put he punch who did he, um he was coach of the raiders from 2008 to 2010 who did he punch punch somebody anyway um, i think he might yeah the uh gruden was, has a statement all the to tom cable at any rate
2: hold on what, what does he say breach
1: gruden's statement is i have resigned as head coach of the las vegas raiders I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry. I never mer- meant to hurt anyone. End quote.
2: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Short and sweet. I, I mean, I don't. I it, Tim Brown came to his defense. We talked about the the his coworkers
0: at ESPN that came to his defense on Sunday. I uh, might. well, might. Yeah. NBC. Mike Tirico. Um. Boger McFarland, who I don't who played for Gruden in Tampa. Spoke out. I didn't hear him at halftime, but I heard him from uh, on the be- on the pregame show, and he was pretty fired up about it. And I don't know. Seemed to think that there needed to be more done uh, to you know to uh, like to to punish Gruden for what all happened. Yeah,
2: my point is that I mean, Gruden is not a serial killer. You know, he, he's not a mass murderer. He just did some really stupid things. I don't know what the man believes in his heart, and I I don't know if he comes back from this and what that looks like but I, I mean the the guy he's not coming back from this the guy resigned from his job and you know i think we should all move on from this in terms of like there's no need to drag this out and continue to drag this man's you know drag this guy for for being sending racist homophobic misogynistic emails i mean the list goes yeah. on he literally checked every box
0: all right so um what do we think the raiders will do next in terms of you know, lose yeah they're, well, they're going to lose a lot of games um it, it's this is really fascinating for the future of Derek Carr, by the way, because Carr, you know, moved next to Gruden. They were buddies. Well, he lived next to AB for a couple of weeks too, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying that now, like, you know, in we never know what Gruden was really thinking, but I mean, ostensibly he was one of the bigger supporters of Derek Carr. And now the Raiders have a guy that maybe they could move on from if they wanted to draft somebody or, you know, the new coach doesn't like Derek Carr uh, or maybe Derek Carr makes the job more attractive for a new coach to come in potentially.
2: Yeah, he's got one more year left in his deal. I mean,
1: he's
0: and a- there's no dead cap hit though,
1: so if if a new coach doesn't want Derek Carr in 2022, they can just move on from Derek Carr. But the
2: question is, what's Plan B? That's always the question. And there's there are very few options better than Derek Carr, I would think, right?
1: Well, I mean, but, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Russell Wilson, any of those guys that said they wanted to play for the Raiders?
0: Don't you agree though that um, that Derek Carr's presence on that roster at least makes the Raiders' job a little more attractive? Given that yeah. his contract is easy to get out of and you could draft somebody if you wanted to. And he's good. Uh yeah. yeah exactly. That's um, good for three weeks. Yeah. The trying to see if they put um man, the Raiders haven't even put anything on their site yet. Announcing that, that Gruden is fired. Uh all right, so that's because Gruden also runs
1: the website. Yeah, he's the webmaster.
0: Right. So uh what do we think? The Raiders will contemplate doing this offseason. Do we have, you know, let's say, I mean, let's pretend Mike Mayock. Let's let's walk through both scenarios. One, Mike Mayock is let go as well. I think you have to clean house of all Gruden's guys. You can't have a bunch of. Um, oh, by the way, while we were recording, we had a missed extra point that sets the record. Um, I think you have to clean. I think you have to clean house, right, and go in a totally different direction. Uh, I don't. Know, he just mentioned Gus Bradley
2: just got there. He's doing a good job with the defense. The defense was dog duty before he got there. I, I think these, you know, nothing's set in stone. I think the big issue, John Gruden, we we said this from the beginning of the season. He did a good job with the offensive stuff. He never had any real interest in the defense being good. Got, got Gus Bradley, that worked out. But he's terrible at drafting players and and signing free agents. So I, I think maybe if you're going to look for a, a general manager with some experience or stay with Mike Mayock,
0: you feel fine with him. That's fine. But well, um, I'm saying, if if can you think of any possible candidates? If it's Mike Mayock who stays on as the GM, like the head coaching candidates. is it you know is it, is it the obvious like Eric Bieniemy? Because I don't, and it also the other <laughs> thing, this is this would what it would take for Eric Bieniemy to get a job. Yeah, that's right. Um, the the other thing too is that I think that the phrase resigned is interesting because we don't we don't know what they ultimately decided to do. But I would guess if Gruden was just willing to walk away this quickly. Uh, and and resign instead of being fired for, for cause that there is probably some financial component to that decision making process. So, uh, again, my, like, my, like I don't think is, you know, Mark Davis may be giving John Gruden $40 million as he goes away. You know, why, well, why would you do that? I,
1: I doubt it. I mean, I'm sure there's some morality clause in there where he's not. Yeah.
2: This is a clear violation of any clause that would be uh,
0: in any contract. Well, not necessarily because it would have been. And before. he's already
2: made he's already made thirty million dollars.
0: I'm just saying time. that he could be like, listen, I'll give you fifteen million dollars. Let's get let's be done with this. Let's sign this and move along. Or. What I'm are you going Because he
1: wasn't in the NFL. If he murdered someone in 2015 and it came out today, like right. you can
0: still get in trouble for but things. We, we don't know what the morality clause is. is my point. I, I'm just this saying it violates the morality clause
2: 100. percent More than
0: likely, yeah, more than likely. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, what is the motivation for Mark Davis to give him then, Why would you not fire him? Would you let him? You let because him? Because you run?
2: fire him, you have to pay him his contract.
0: Right. Or you think so, it's the other way? No. Yeah, when well, you, you resign, resign. You don't get anything. You get that's the, money the whole if you thing with
2: Con and Urban Meyer. Like right. I mean, maybe- I mean it
0: all, it all i mean it, it all, again it all depends on what they do but i mean yes i understand what you're saying if if you fire him and you have to pay him but if you fire him for the morality clause, you don't have to pay him either. i mean so we don't we don't my point is that we don't know the full scope of that and the um the whatever money might have been that john gruden might get could potentially influence how much they want to spend on the next head coach is my point
2: well they overpaid for john gruden everyone thought of course, that right from i the mean then your 10 um, million dollar deal what are we doing
0: yeah so at, at any rate, my, my point being is I think that you will, I don't think they'll go and chase a big name, but I think they'll try and find some stability. If um, they want to learn a very good lesson,
2: I would call the Browns and I would call the Chargers. Hey, who's the firm that you hired to find your head coach? And then go, go from there.
0: Mark Davis seems very analytically inclined. So that's probably correct. <laughs> yeah, gets his
2: haircut by breach. What's <laughs> <laughs> that
1: supposed to mean? That's you At least I bark- have hair that can be cut. <laughs> <laughs> Dixie hey, this Hey, this
2: is why John Green got in trouble making fun of ball people.
1: Um, a little more than that, but yes, you know, I do think that Mark Davis will go after an offensive minded coach. You're in Las Vegas. I would be surprised if they made some sort of splashy hire, uh, you know, like you mentioned, yes. someone mentioned the I think Josh McDaniels, maybe this is the oh. job that eventually gets him to leave new England. He's a known commodity. Brian, Brian,
0: Vegas, Brian Dable for the Brian Bills. Brian
1: Dable, maybe Joe Brady, but yep. I, I think they'll go. Offense
0: sells tickets.
2: So the names you mentioned and not Stefanski because he's
0: he's. Hey, how about Matt Eberfluss who is holding the Ravens to three points as we speak? The, so uh, the
2: names you mentioned, not Stefanski, but also had Staley in there. We'll rank rank those guys. Um.
0: Uh, Staley. What do you mean?
2: So Staley Eberfluss. Uh, you mentioned B enemy, hold of on, Josh McDaniels. And who's the last guy you mentioned breach? Oh, Brian Dable. So like if, if you, the next Raiders head coach, you can chip, pick from that pool. Who's your number one pick?
0: Mm, I like the idea of Brian Dable. Breach.
1: Uh, probably the same. What are the options again? Staying
2: Hebrew Heber Um, what's his name well, in Kansas city? McDaniels.
1: Um, really? this, I
2: don't know if this is appropriate to ask, but well, you, let me let me give you my answer first. Just hold right. on a second. Brandon Staley all day long. Like, why wouldn't you go with Brandon Staley? Oh, oh, Staley's an cool. option.
1: I thought you were asking how to com- No, I, said, I just gave Staley. the
2: list. Twice. How would they hire Brandon Staley from the Chargers? That's not a hypothetical question. That,
1: I mean, yeah, of course they would take Brandon Staley right now. Well, I asked it twice, and neither one of you took him. So oh, I don't, I don't think we I, understood your question because it wasn't okay. a good question. Yeah, I just thought you were high
0: or something. <laughs> um. Is it? Is it? You know, we always see like if a, if they fire, you know, if teams fire a defensive coordinator. You know, they sometimes they will go offense. You always see them like go in the opposite direction. Do you think it's possible that um, that Mark Davis will uh, be more aggressive and and uh, push for hiring a minor, minority in, in the wake of John Gruden making everyone look like racist jerks? He
2: had an opportunity to fire John Gruden or part ways to John Gruden on Friday, and he didn't. So I don't. I, I would imagine he will uh, do whatever is the bare minimum to to save face and go from there if that the bare minimum is him iron a minority minority coach then perhaps but like when no one was looking he didn't do the right thing so and again at the end of the day it doesn't matter but he had that opportunity and he chose to wait until it came out and in one sense it made John Gruden look worse because maybe if he gets rid of him on Friday the story doesn't like the NFL doesn't or whoever leaks these emails doesn't keep leaking the emails
1: and he, he, he can move on with his life but you know and it's a Friday news dump that everyone forgets about by Monday
0: I don't ever forget that John Gruden got fired, (laughs) but uh, also, I mean, that may be part of why he's like, all right, it's time to resign because there there are more emails and they are coming out. If, if I don't get out of here and it's only the only, the pressure is only going to get turned up. Um, Okay. Anything, anything else, any other fallout that you guys can think of as it relates to Gruden gate? The Raiders aren't going to win the division.
1: Yeah, uh, feel they're feel not going to win wild. five more
0: games. The collapse is imminent.
2: So are okay. Are they going to finish below or above the Broncos?
0: Below. Geez, below. I guess
2: I didn't even hesitate. Yikes! They, they, play, the they're, 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 they
0: play the, they're at the Broncos, then Eagles at home. Uh, by, at Giants, Chiefs at home, Bengals at home, at Cowboys. I mean, they're probably winning two of those games. They're, they're, I mean, look, maybe, maybe this, maybe the new. <laughs> Maybe the new coaching staff will inspire him. I feel like this is everything crater situation.
2: By the way, uh, Don Van Nata, who's like the investigative reporter, I don't know if he works for ESPN full-time, but he's done some stuff for them with ESPN. He just tweeted, tweeted this out, and this this is actually curious. And he tweets, the only documents from the NFL's inquiry of a toxic workplace inside the Washington football team, and that's how these emails came out with Gruden, are the offensive John Gruden emails leaked days after being found. No report, no findings, no emails released or leaked by the NFL, but it's inquiry of Dan Snyder and WFT.
1: Yeah. That's what I was saying right before you came on. Oh, Ryan. Okay. just to be clear, there were six hundred and fifty thousand emails in this investigation, Ugh. and the only ones that leaked were the five that John are seven, whatever it is. It's such a small percentage, and impossible that this wasn't like someone trying to take Gruden down. Which again. For what he wrote, he deserves it. But also, someone in the league office had an agenda here and said we're taking Gruden down. Whether it's because he uh, had disparaging things to say about Roger Goodell, or because you know they're saying we don't want a guy like this coaching because they saw all these remarks. But someone made the conscious decision to release these emails. And
0: well, I mean, don't forget, that, don't forget that Dan Snyder is not the acting owner of the Washington Football Team right now. His wife is. I mean, he he stepped away. Pretty quickly, once they turned up the heat on that investigation and started digging in, so well, up, as Vanetta no, noted they haven't come up with anything? That's what I'm saying. You would guess that he was like, "Look, I'm going to step away as owner. Don't release these emails, please." Yeah, they they all fast track Gruden's emails. They found those things and put them on the on the FedEx truck right they're, quick. Gruden declined to to step away. They're like, "Oh, well, here's some more." My, <laughs> might just change your mind. Him, well,
1: yeah, and then because uh, part of that ESPN story you we talk about with Mortensen was that. Gruden also wrote disparaging things about some owners that didn't haven't been leaked yet. Oh, and I'm sure some of these owners who got ripped by Gruden have seen these, and they probably, all right, get Raj, we're at DEF 5. Get rid of him. Do what yeah, you gotta that's, do.
0: That's a good point, Breach, too. Is if a bunch of owners were mentioned and called names in these emails, and along with you know, Goodell, it's not a hard sell for these guys to go to Roger and say, Look, man, get this guy, figure out how to get this guy out of here. This is ridiculous. Um, so John Gruden has resigned as Raiders coach Monday, October 11th, 2021. What a crazy plot twist. That is John Breach, Ryan Wilson, breaking it all down. Uh, We'll be back, of course, for the Monday Night Football Recap Show later on tonight and uh, much more fallout on the Gruden stuff in the coming days. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you guys.